0: Welcome to Cope 100 Podcast, where every Thursday, we openly share stories, coping strategies, and lived experiences to manage our emotions. This is your host, Leonie Brown, coming to you real and uncut with her lived experiences, her stories, and that of others to help manage our emotions. Remember, everyone has a story. If you've lived it, do share it. Your story could change the lives of many. In today's episode, I have an international worker who asked me, how do I cope with being an international worker? Her story is that she was recruited from abroad to work in the United Kingdom and some of the promises that were made to her were not fulfilled. She was very excited to travel abroad to work coming from a third world country. And that is understandable. But when you leave your own country in the comfort of your own culture, your own food, your own work environment, your own temperature, weather, everything. Come to find yourself in a brand new first world country different cultures, different working styles, massive diversity of people, it can be daunting. She was promised to be placed with other international workers, and this was not so. She told me she had to find her own accommodation after she was placed in somewhat of a very undesirable living condition and she cried day and night. However, when she went to work, she did not show any signs of emotional distress because she wanted to impress them. She did not want the employers to believe that she was a failure. She wanted to look tough and strong and show that she's a strong worker. So she had to do extra to, know, to show that she's working harder than the locals. This took a toll on her mental health. By the time she got to her GP, she was diagnosed with depression because she held everything in. And one reason was she did not know who to go to. What I believe she was not satisfactorily supported. She did not have a proper care package and welcome an introductory package and an orientation to her work life and living in a big country like this. And until today, she, deve- she has developed nervousness. So she's nervous about a lot of things about being a failure. She was also put upon by family members abroad who expected the best from her and expected her to continuously send money abroad to her family. She also had a child back in her own country and because she knew she had to provide for that child, she had to just grin and bear. Yes, one can grin and bear for a while, but if you continue to grin and bear, you start losing your self-worth, your value. You do not know what to do from day one, how to cope and valley yourself. I can understand where she's coming from because she would not know who to go to. She did not know about Citizens Advice Bureau. She did not know about charities who can help people like her. She had no friends, no family here. And until today, it's affected her. It's affected her child because the child's father was not in the picture. She doesn't know where he is. So that child grew up nearly half of her life parentless, even though she was living with her extended family. So when sometimes I left two of my kids back home as well to come to this country, it affects the kids. So while she was saying it to me, she wanted to know how I coped. I said to her, did I cope? Sometimes we look as if we're coping and we're not, and I can honestly say to you, I was not coping. So when I told her I was not coping, she was astonished. Because you're not coping doesn't mean you have to look like you're not coping. There are things that are not visible and they're more painful. I struggled with leaving my kids. I know the reason I left them, but I struggled and it bothers me even until today I remember and I look back and think what could I have done differently so she was shocked that I was not coping because she said you looked like you were coping so when we shared stories she realized she was not on her own I would cry I would go for long walks long bus rides to distract myself from what I was feeling about leaving my kids now this young lady believes she does not deserve any happiness at all because she believes her little girl is not happy. That was not her fault. She left her country and was promised a better life. And she believed if she was back in her own country, she would have had a better life. What I said to her was, what is gone is gone. We can't roll back the hands of time. I would urge her to constantly tap into her well-being and get support. I have signposted her to places that she can get support from that I have used. Well-being support and health. Health is very important. Health and well-being, is it's like they're married together. So you can't have one and just not have the other. I said to her, if you're not good to you, you can't be good to your family. And also, if you've got nothing in your cup, you can't pour anything. Refill. Forgive yourself for what you think you did wrong. At that time, you thought you were doing the right things. And also, I reminded her that not everything that glittered was gold because it looks like gold doesn't mean it is gold and that can trick us sometimes we think the pound is strong so we're going to get a lot of money yes we get a lot of money but we pay more than a lot of money for bills to sustain ourselves to make sure we're legal in the country to update our visa every time we used to do it every year Thousands of pounds. Some people were not brave enough to do it on their own. They got solicitors. That's another thousands of pounds ever so often to pay to a solicitor just to to help you with your application, to keep yourself legal in the country, let alone paying private rent from that pay that you're getting, which you thought you were going to get more. What do you send back to your family in Jamaica? to help them pay their bills and look after your daughter. It's really difficult. So at times when we leave our homes, our born land, and go abroad, it may not work out the way we thought it would work out. Don't beat yourself up. Give yourself a chance. Show some compassion to yourself. You did what you thought was best. So we'll keep in touch, me and this girl, because I knew of her, but I did not realize she went through that she's doing much better now but i wanted her to continue to tap into the support systems that she had so that she don't fall off the rail and start blaming herself again because just like someone who says alcoholic if you go around alcohol you may feel a certain way you may feel like you want to have some you wish you could have some or you hate the fact that you can't have some or you may just have some so it's the same way when she may feel sad again about the decisions she made years ago, she may revert back to feeling a sense of helplessness. So I want to put it to you today, not everything that glitter is gold and people are going through a lot of things that you may not know. So because someone does not look like they're struggling, it doesn't mean they're not struggling. This girl looked amazing she still does she held it together she could get an award for acting so never judge a book by its cover look out for each other at times you can ask a colleague how are you depends on what they say you could say how are you really I really meant that because sometimes people say how are you they don't mean it I have a story about a guy his mom passed away He went to bury her in Italy and was sitting in his office. His chair, the back of his chair was turned to the door. His manager opened his door and said to him, hello, Mr. T, how are you? And he turned his chair around to tell the manager how he was and the door was shut. He broke down in tears. That's just a snippet of how much some people care. Okay, my friends and family, show love to each other. Until next week, have a beautiful week.